a listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! G'day everybody, welcome to Footy Talk on the Listener app. Coming up, we're going to remember the wonderful John Sadler. And I've got my most popular segment, the Front Row Forum, to run down on Manly if they're the real deal or not. And I'm going to tell you how a Kentucky tour turned around our fortunes one year at the Cronulla Sharks. Welcome everybody, this is Tuesday's edition of Footy Talk, Forcing an Unforced Error every Tuesday in the NRL world. Wade Graham, welcome to you. Maroon, great to be here again. It's great to hear your voice. He's on the men. It is on the men. He's in yeah. some dire straits. Yeah. Come Saturday. You, Wait, you did the call, which is pretty impressive in under the circumstances, mm-hmm. but you know what sort of reminded me of Johnny Mathis? You know Johnny Mathis? Yeah. It's like the sultry tones, yes, like the yes. way you raspy yeah. is like... I thought well, there might be a niche there for you if you could pull that off every every month. Well, why didn't you pour yourself a good long drink and give me a phone call <laughs> and I could have uh, talked you through it? Could have, and, me, could have sang me to sleep on the way down to camera. That yeah. would help. <laughs> uh, Woodsy, Aaron Woods, welcome to you. Maroon, um, waiter, I'll, I'll finish off what you just said before. Maroon will never knock back a gig, mate. He, he <laughs> loves his kashish too much. No, no, it's not about the kashish. It's about Stop being it. You, need, you needed a whole packet of soothers just to get you through the yeah. first 10 mate, minutes. He actually had this, he had this cough syrup, I think. It was, yeah. And it must have been an old, uh, what do they remedy. say, like an old remedy because mm-hmm. he was pulling it out. I don't know what colour it was, but he was gargling it every yeah. 10 minutes. And every time he finished, you just, he was back on track. He was sounding yeah. better. So, And don't worry, all those remedies, all those cough drops, They'll all be going on the invoice. Oh, I don't worry about that. <laughs> You're the best. Mm. Now, boys, let's start off with uh, some things in and around the footy. The obvious one, uh, the Tigers are 0-3. The slump continues. And over the weekend, uh, conditions at Belmore Sports Ground, it felt like it was 40 degrees up in the boxes. It was so hot. And the boys were out there. The score blew out to 26-6. Then it finished up 26-22. You blokes as NRL players, what do you think the comeback was? Would you give a little bit of the credit to the weather? I mean, the doggies players would have been pretty much gassed by then. I was prepping for our game, so I didn't actually get, actually get to see too much of that game. But for sure, I could imagine in those conditions, you know, you jump out to a 26-6 lead or whatever it was. Yeah. So you feel like, you know, I reckon subliminally you feel like the game's, you've, you've got the game won. And just to bounce the ball, a couple of quick tries, you can always find yourself back under pressure with most teams now in the NRL because most teams – you know, have the ability if they have the momentum to score all quick points. Mm. So definitely, you know, I think definitely the trying conditions uh, would have played into it. But as I said, I didn't, I wasn't able to watch the whole game. So maybe Woodsy can enlighten us a little bit more. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch the whole game, Wade. You know, as, oh, the sure, uh, sure you do. Shock you. But look, honestly, you got to remember, Bulldogs got two runaway tries in that first half. Mm. So your man, Alamotti. Alamotti, I told you, you got to yeah. keep an eye on Alamotti. Yeah. He goes mm. well, but he's put out a car away for a couple. But it was really good to see you know, the resolve in the Tigers, they didn't just fold once they went away. And I think some, you know, a player like John Bateman that, that come back and, and it was his first game for the club. Yeah, it wasn't probably the best game they played, but he just showed a lot of fight and, and just he fought for every inch out there yesterday. And like you said, it wasn't until they made a bit of a, you know, a bit of rearranging in in their spine. They, they put Dewey back to fullback. They, I think Nuffa got the hook. Staines went to the wing and they brought on young Brendan Wakem, which is a former yeah, Bulldogs player. Yeah, and, they, yeah. and that was when it looked like Brooksy looked like he was freed up. They started playing a lot more short sides. You know, they were playing a lot more direct through the ruck. And they, they opened up a couple – and they scored, I think, it was four tries in, in the space of six minutes. And mm. it just looked like the shackles were off. Whereas 
if that had done that in the first, it might have been because, you know, the first 10 minutes, there's a lot more pressure. There's no pressure when they're down 26-6. So for me, I want to see him do it from the start next week. But you could say it come down to the weather. The conditions were they were horrendous. You, mm. I've yeah. never seen anything like it. It was so hot. Our uh, producer Charlie was had no shirt in the box. <laughs> wow. It's unbelievable. I did see some photo evidence of that actually getting around, but I've never seen the conditions in such a state where they've had to, to like. But they didn't have a drinks break either. They didn't have no, one. No, they didn't have one for that game because they said the humidity wasn't. I high thought about that. Didn't they give him three extra interchanges and the trainers were allowed well, they didn't back have on that? Sorry, no, they didn't have for your game, wasn't yeah, it? No, yeah, no, sorry, no, yeah, no, your no. game. So you did watch every yeah, game. Yeah, I did. No, that's what I was about <laughs> to say. But I was about to say, I think like, you were having a drinks break. I've never seen the conditions in such a state where they've added so many precautions in there, like mm. the three extra interchange and the trainers allowed to be on the field because now they have their cards, right? They're only allowed yep. a limited amount of times. And and the drinks break. Obviously, we've seen the drinks break come out a number of times when it gets to a certain stage, but to be, you know, above that, even higher, to throw some more interchanges in there and, um, you know, allow the trainers on the field more often is just – it just goes to show how extraordinary the conditions were. Like that yeah. heat was something else yesterday. But where they let themselves down was their completions, Waiter. They were just turning over the ball for no reason. Abby Coruscant took a tap and he just dropped it cold yeah. when he made a half break. Just little things like that, just the attention to detail. And, you know, Bulldogs for the first 60, 65 minutes, they didn't give them anything. They were just completing their sets – you know, I thought Matt Burton had a great game. He 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 was playing outside kickout at times. Kickout was hitting him from sort of like a second receiver, okay. and he was punching through. I think he's got, he's got a great solo try. Dewey, when Dewey yeah. went to fullback, but, but, and the thing was, it was funny. I watched you know the Fox broadcast before. Brandy was like, I just want to see Matt Burton run, not just kick. Yeah, and mate, he ran. He was a dominant player on the field. But with 15 minutes to go, it was like the Bulldogs just shut up shop. They stopped playing footy. They were going back to one out, and they'll just they'll you know, creating errors from themselves. Look like they're just waiting for the clock to run out. And the Tigers got a bit of wind behind them and then started to mm. play some footy. It was like a role reversed. Well, I feel I feel like I'm going to have to watch this game, this replay, because yeah. it's quite the seesaw. Was, yeah, yeah, you think with my suspension, I would have a lot more time on here to watch mm. footy, but mm. it doesn't seem like that at the moment. <laughs> it's like I'm just strapped for time or anything. Do you Stop know it. what here, boys? Here with Footy Talk with uh, Wado Woodsy and Maroon, we have to try and be the point of difference and try and find something for the West supporters, that is positive out of this because they will come out of this slump. They have to come out of this slump. And if I can say, as just a bloke that watches the game, I thought in situations like when Appy dropped that ball, there was a couple of situations where they looked like they were just trying too hard. That, I think that was a problem in the end yesterday, Marin. Appy Coruscant was honestly on a mission. He was trying to beat him single-handedly. He was trying that hard. And I spoke to you about the last couple of weeks. That's only his third game there. It looked like at times... The depth on the forward with the Tigers, they were too they were too far back from pushing up with him. And then the outside backs were didn't have enough depth at the back of them. So I reckon if they can switch that around a little bit and get the forwards. I know they like to play the tip-ons through the ruck. That's a, a style of sheens you like to do. But when you got someone like Abby Corusa, you just play off the directness of him. And then you get blokes like Brooks, Wakeham if he plays, or, or Dewey, just finding holes, finding spaces because he's a runner. And he's so crafty around that middle third. And... That last 15 minutes was all him. And, and that's why they started to open up because he was creating spaces. The boys were playing flat and fast, getting over the advantage line, and it was just creating so many opportunities for him. Yeah, I would probably just add, you know, Appy was looking good, looking better. Johnny Bateman, he'll be better for the run. He's, he's a competitor. He competed on everything, Wado. you got to watch the highlights on this. He dropped the ball over the try line, but he should have scored a try. Oh, well, that's what, but something, you know, for him, nothing, him, something for nothing. Him being out there competing, showing the way – you know, not obviously he would have been doing some talking yep. behind the scenes when he was training, but now he's out there showing the way, leading the way, competing. You know, that rubs off 
it rubs off on players. And from all reports, Wake him off the bench. That's there. He, he made a difference. He so, was a huge point of difference in that side. So there, there is some positives. Absolutely. And I think, uh, you know, moving forward, the great old club, the West Tigers, we hope they get a win in the next couple of weeks. But if you are one of those players, and you'd know these blokes personally, Adam Dewey, Luke Brooks, we know what these blokes can do. When you get in a slump like that, have you – let me start with you, Wade. Have you ever been in a slump like that when you feel like you you can't win, you're never going to win, everything you try is just not working? Well, I've been a part of a wooden spoon team for sure. Yeah. 2014, um, it sucks. It sucks when you're not playing well, right, and you're at the bottom of the table in any situation. Any player there, you know, knows because you're training just as hard as everyone else. You actually, if not training harder sometimes because you're searching for answers, right? So you're trying to – make sure no stones unturned. But yeah, 2014 for us was just an absolute debacle. It was obviously on the back of the Asada yeah. period. Mm. So the, the investigation started in 2013. 2013, you know, it was a hard year, right, because the investigation was hanging over the top of everyone's head, the club's head. But we actually managed to play good footy. And then the, and the better we played, it sort of kept us united and, you know, we could go through things during the week. But footy on the weekend we knew we had to look forward to. So we, ought to, we sort of always – we stuck together and we ended up getting beat deep in the finals by Manly in 2013 who went on to win the competition. Um, so uh, They played in the grand final. Did they not win? Oh, actually, yeah, yeah. that's right. Roosters beat yeah. him and, and Daddy Cherry has got the Clive Churchill. Yeah, so, yeah. Side, yeah. Um, yeah, so we, we, we played pretty good footy, right, because we went deep with them. I think they beat us by a try and Gow got one disallowed late that might have got us the game. Anyways, it's, just, it's gone. So we rolled around 2014 and we thought we could it would be rinse and repeat, right? We trained through the preseason, again, interrupted by the Asada stuff players in and out of training. So there was so many unknowns during that time. It was just, it was not a great time for, for us as individuals or the club. But then start of the year, couple of losses, couple of key injuries. Shane Flanagan gets stood down and then the wheels completely fell off the cart. We just couldn't win a game. There's players, you know, out of training because they had meetings with lawyers and then, you know, we weren't allowed to play one week because we were going to get sanctions. And then, no, no, it's not this week. It's the next week. Like, you know, no one really knew what was going on. Uh, mid-year, Toddy Carney gets sacked, the infamous uh, bubbler. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then by the end of the year, it was just – it was – I can't swear on yeah. this, but it was not a, it was not a good period um, in, in, you know, in all our lives, to be honest. But in the end of the year, I broke my foot. I had surgery on my foot. And then a week later, it was – the rulings finally came down that we could take the backdated bans or we, if we accepted it, we could have, it was a, a year ban, but backdated from when the investigation started. So we'd lose three months. So we'd all be stood down for the, there might've been. It wasn't a three or four rounds. Yeah. I think there might've been three yeah. or four rounds towards the end of the season. Well, I, had a, I had a surgery anyway, so I was out. Yeah. I'd had enough. I was like, well, I'm signed. I don't, I'm, yeah. I'm done mm. with it. And then, yeah, I think there was five or six of us that took the backdated bands at the club. There was a couple of players who were overseas and that who that affected them clubs. But at our club personally, there was about five or six of us who took it. And then well, we had blokes coming up from, you know, reserve grade and under 20s who hadn't, you know, hadn't even been in the first grade system and they were debuting and playing by the end of the year. And I remember I, because we weren't allowed to be around the team, I was a young boy, I was 23 at the time. I went overseas. Toddy had been sacked. He had was over in Bali. So I went over to Bali <laughs> after my surgery, uh, hung, hung out with Toddy for two weeks, <laughs> came back home. We got bundled out of the finals, went on Mad Monday, actually got in trouble. I got in trouble on Mad Monday because I gave a, a photographer there was taking photos of the boys uh, on Mad Monday and I gave him a serve in the car park because I was angry at the world yeah, at that time. you so, had enough. And I'd had a few, mm. like I'd had a, obviously a big day of drinking. I gave him a serve. <laughs> 
And so I ended up getting another fine um, from the club. And then <laughs> I signed, we, we signed the sanction, I signed the sanction. And then I went home. I remember sitting at um, my mum and dad's. I was sitting at my mum and dad's like the day after I'd signed the backdated sanction. And I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I can't go around the club. I can't be around all my mates because of the Asada stuff. I rang up my mate. I said, I'm going overseas. I rang up my mate who was living in London and I had a flight booked at lunchtime the next day and I flew out on my own to London to visit my mate over there and I stayed overseas for eight weeks. Sounds yeah. like it was the best time of your life. Well, it was. In the end, it was. It was, the, it was the, in the end, it was the best thing I could ever I could have ever done. Yeah, but the point is there, two years later, you win the premiership. So well, that's how quick you can turn it around. So from that eight weeks, I came back because we weren't allowed back until like the fourth week of um, – Preseason. Oh, how good is that? So I came back. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't good for me. Who'd been overseas for eight weeks? Oh, had done oh, zero. Had done shape. zero training. Yeah. Mate. Andrew Gray was our head. Uh, head of performance, oh. and he was a wizard. He's a genius, mate. But like, we used to do these one point two. Oh, everyone does one point two time time trials uh, when they go. And I actually, when I'm up and running, or especially back then when I was a young bloke, I was a good runner. I think, you still the, are, mates. I think the only bloke I beat home was Sam Takatizi, who, <laughs> who's 120 yeah. kilos, right? Yeah. And he's he's built for power. He's not built for endurance. And it, it was a, it was a hard fight back. But yeah, as you say, 2015 we um we started poorly again. I think we lost our first three games, but then we we came within one game in the top four. And everything we built in 2015, you know, the foundations that we put in place and the way we learned to play in 2015 was ultimately what led us yeah. to the premiership in 2016. So what we're saying is Tigers should go on a European Kentucky yeah, trip yeah, for eight yeah, weeks. Yeah. Come back and Come be 20, busted. 2025, they'll win the comp. Yeah. Well, wait. <laughs> that, two years' time. Wait, in saying that, well, so we looked at Penrith the year before they went on their start of their dominance. And did they win the spoon or went close to yeah, winning no, the spoon? Ivan's first year back there. Oh, Ivan's first yeah. year. They, yeah. they had so many big things about them, but they didn't, yeah, they didn't even make the Well, eight. they had the same sort of things. They had a couple yeah. of off-field stuff going on, a few mm. distractions, but then – you know, the next year they bounced back and then they went on to become the most dominant team we've seen in recent history. Yeah. So and it's, you just never know when you can turn the corner and what you can become. That's the great Sam Tagatizi who uh, the great Bill Harrigan, the referee, wanted Sam Tagatizi to change his name to Sam Oztagatizi because you know how Billy <laughs> runs the Oztag. Uh, yes. He thought it was marketing genius, but Sam wouldn't go for it. Now, what <laughs> about you, mate? You've had a number of years with the Tigers. So you yep. have a – if we strip it all away, you're a Tigers man. Yeah, right? yeah, you yeah. start – you know, you played so much footy. Juniors there, yep. And, well, a decade's passed since they made the finals. I was there for that too, yeah. yeah. Talk us through 2011. So there's, obviously, there's no any Wado story. We we never really had that sort of – it's hard to compete with that. But in 2011, we had a little bit of a, a period where, you know, you have a good month to start the season off. I think we won three out of the first four. Um, and then we sort of hit a bit of a – I think we lost about – maybe six out of six out of eight or we were playing well, but we just couldn't get the wins. And, you know, the old crisis meetings, Wado, oh. we all got in. I think it was after recovery review and Sheenzy gets in there. We were supposed to do a review, but we ended up sitting there talking for like an hour or so. And I, mean, I was a young, I think I was 19 or 20 at this stage. And I didn't really say too much back then. And because we had a fair few older blokes in the room and Toddy Payton, you know, Robbie, Robbie Farris, Keith Galloway, Bryce Gibbs. Mm. Gareth Ellis's and all that. And I actually don't remember who it was, but one of the boys, it was probably Robbie because Robbie was real staunch on how good the team could be and where we should be finishing. And I think we're coming about 11th or 12th at this time. And he got up there and said, this is, you know, I can't swear like, wait, before, like, this is effing, you know, bullcrap where we are on the ladder. We should be much better. We've got to start believing in ourselves and all this sort of stuff. And then he goes, there's no reason why we shouldn't be with us. So I don't the top. And, 
you know, from that sort of meeting, a few blokes got up and spoke and, you know, bit personal things. And then we sort of, I don't know why, but we, we grew our beards from there. So we had a competition, who could grow the beard the longest. A couple of boys lasted three or four. Like Bryce Gibbs come in after about three weeks and goes, this is, you know, winning games hard enough, but then growing a beard, there's no way in the world because he goes, <laughs> we've got blokes like Woodsy here who just grows his hair for no reason. Like, mm -hmm. and so he ended up having to pay, it was like a hundred bucks. And literally from that moment, I think we ended up winning seven in a row. And then mm. we went on to was finish. Was that 2011? 2011. Yeah. We went to finish third. Mm. Um, I think we played the Sharkies the last round at, at Shark Park and we needed to win that to make the top four and we beat them. But the next game, so we actually got stuck in New Zealand with the Ash Cloud from Bali. Yes. And that was the game where we were down 24-4 at halftime. We ended up winning 28-24. Gareth Ellis did the big flick pass to Benji and that just got our season rolling. It's just like a moment in a game you never forget. And yeah, we spoke about the crisis meeting and all that. But we all believed as well. It wasn't like yeah. one or two blokes just spoke. The whole room believed in what we were doing. And then I never forget that moment of the game was the changing point of our season when Gareth threw that flick pass and we got back into the game. Then we scored again and we ended up winning that game. But the best thing for us is we got stuck in New Zealand. We had a really good bonding yeah. session after that. Mm. And we come back tight as anything. I've got part two, not to take away from your story, because I love that story. Oh, he's got, hang on, blacker cat. Wait, loves black a cat. No, 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 I love that story. Yeah. I, I do love that story. I love Gareth Ellis, by the way. He was outstanding oh, best player. player. All I'm going to say is while I'm on air and we're talking about stories, remind me in one podcast to tell you about my Ash Cloud story. Okay. It involves <laughs> barley and footy as well. So. All right. Okay. <laughs> Next week, footy talk. Round Later, two. Woods in the room. Black Cloud edition. <laughs> how good is it? How good is it? Ash Cloud. Ash Cloud, man. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it worked out well for me. Coy, maybe this is an X-rated edition. Now, guys, I don't. I hate to stop you talking about yourselves for a minute, but there are other things <laughs> well, going well, on I in the I thought we were going to go to you. So oh. Sydney had a few form slumps in their time. Well, they did, didn't they? 2006, they only won three games. <laughs> and look at them go now. But you know, when I was a They're kid, back. I've told this before, my dad, because obviously I'm not a, I was a terrible football player. My dad would say, if South win, we go for Chinese. Ooh, it's yeah. unreal. So you didn't have much That's Chinese. Well, not in 1977. <laughs> no. Anyway, guys, let's talk about some of the other clubs. The Warriors have won two from three. And I, I think that is absolutely fantastic. I, I, I shy away from this talk about them turning their season around and there are some real good signs there, Wado. And I wonder, I mean, Cameron, we know about, Cameron came to coach the doggies. We know a lot about Cam. We know a lot about Fitzy when he took over the Sharks. But Andrew Webster, it feels a bit like he came from nowhere to the Warriors. Oh, 100%, 100%. Well, I'll, I'll let Woodsy actually talk on Andrew because he knows him. But what I'll say at the start, he's, I've watched all their games this year. There's a noticeable difference in their intensity around their defence. And it's particularly around yeah. their particularly mm. around their goal line defense. We, we called the game against the Roosters a couple of weeks ago. Kiri took Butcher in deep into the line, played Shawnee's inside shoulder a number of times, and Shawnee was real strong on that inside shoulder, made a, plenty of tackles, and then he made a try saver on Lindsay Collins, right? And that was all across the board. I only really noticed it because you could just tell how hard they were yeah. working in the fence, mm. and that's mm. that's a hard shape to defend with mm. Luke Kiri deep into the line. So, I think for me, noticeably is they they've certainly got more resilience in their defensive line, particularly on their goal line. Yeah, Webby's a real thorough bloke. Like, he crosses the T's and dots the I's, but I reckon he excelled under Ivan. Like, he's a very tactical coach. He spent a lot of time in England. You know, he played lower grades at the Tigers and I think a little bit of Parramatta as well. He, I think he played with Trent Robertson as well, so they're, they're really close friends. He, he picks his brain all the time. We had him for a couple of games when Jason Taylor got punted. Um, and then obviously Ivan come in. He spent two or three years at Tigers under Ivan, or two years, sorry. And then Ivan went back to Penrith. Webby followed him. Ivan had a really good rap on Webby. You can just tell 
the systems that they've created at Penrith, he's taken them over to Warriors. You know, we, I, I don't think we commented, I watched the game when Warriors played Newcastle around yeah, one. Yeah, around like, one, overseas, yeah. over in New Zealand, yeah. And Sean Johnson got done on the inside shoulder and yeah. the attempt, it probably wasn't on the standards that Webby has, but since that moment, you can tell that he's, he's created a belief in Sean. Sean's had a, a, a quiet last couple of seasons. He was under the pump. They weren't sure if they're going to keep him. He was there. strong on the weekend, man. He's been absolutely outstanding the, the first three rounds. He's, I think it's his direction, his kicking game. It's just still so much confidence. But what I've liked, the players that he's brought in, yeah. Mitch Barnett, mate, he is just an absolute workhorse. Jazz Tavanga was back from injury on the weekend. Even Jackson Ford, he was at the Dragons. He's one of the, the fittest and strongest blokes I've played with. He's just got blokes that are committed and work hard. We spoke about Tigers before with Bateman. He fights for every inch. He's gained those players at the Warriors to help the likes of, you know, Fanul Blake. Got a great carry, but he needs help around that middle to tighten it up. You know, Bunty of has gone to another level since he's been there. And he's just working real hard. And, and Tamari Martins. Well, know. I was just about to bring up Tamari Martin and actually Wade Egan as well, because oh, we'll, we'll give him Shawnee a rap. We'll give him Shawnee a rap. But see, when their forward's going so well, yep. with, with their defense being stronger, when you have more resilience, it actually... You know, it allows your attack that you play with more freedom, right? Because there's, there's not enough, there's mm. not a, as much pressure on your attack. Yep. And, you know, we know Shawnee's ability. And, we, you know, Tamari Martin, he's such a classy player. But Wade Egan off the back of those forwards, you know, I think he's, he's scored mm. a try every game. He's been probably the most influential player on the park. Again, another forward too, Harris in the middle. Uh, he's uh, they're just a, rock. a good, they're a well balanced team. Mm. So if they can keep that resilience in their defensive line. They're only going to grow with confidence and their attack's just going to get better. And the thing we always talk about, you've got to have a great nine. And he reminds me so much of Abby Coruscant, yeah, the he's, deception. He's crafty. He looks like he's going to go one way, he fakes, comes the next way. And what they do really well that the Tigers aren't doing well at the moment, they're coming onto the ball. Yeah. They're not holding back, waiting. They know how he plays and he's bringing the likes of Fanua Blakes, you know, your bunty, your followers. And they're just punching over the ad line and they're big humans to stop yeah. all day. And, mate, Cowboys are a great side. And, and you know what he's done? He, he's broke the 13 game. Losing streak yeah. in Australia. That's a that's a tough effort. And I think it was like the top, last time they won in Townsville was like 2002 or Unbelievable. something. Unbelievable. Well, they were unlucky the week before against the Roosters. Usually yeah. unlucky. Yeah, they, were unlucky. Mm. They, they played well and, you know, a couple of moments obviously went against mm. them and, yeah. and the Roosters were good enough to win the game. But they were right in that. But it is only round three, boys. You don't want to go off right, to be like you with the Redcliffe Dolphins. Oh, I'm pretty sure I well, did. We'll come to that. I'm oh, pretty so. sure I tipped them for the top eight at the start of the year. Oh, did you tip the <laughs> He tipped everyone. Come let's, on. Let's take a break because when we come back, we've got more uh, pertinent issues here. Uh, this segment that's taken the world by storm, I know that they're copying it in other forums around the world. The Front Row Forum with Aaron Woods. Today we talk about Manly and we'll do that next. This is Footy Talk with Wado, Woodsy and Maroon. The podcast has been going okay, so we've got a little bit of money in the till. We were able to buy a professionally done intro for this. Woodsy's Front Row Forum. Front Row Forum. Yes. How good was that, boys? Yeah. Wow, can we surely we can get forcing and unforced error in there? That's our trademark. Might have to change the segment. But Wado, he's come up with a beauty today. He said when you walked in, he said to you, (laughs) you said you went somewhere and he said, Oh, is that around the corner from Thingo? <laughs> yeah. he? <laughs> <laughs> he knew exactly what I meant too. I was like, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> I knew, you, know, you know what? I knew um, this because when you go to camera, all the teams stay at the Novotel, right? And there's yes. only a certain – you can only walk one way or the other. Yeah. So I knew exactly around the corner exactly from the – I, 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 I knew think what the Thingo was. I knew what the Thingo was. All right. But back to the front row forum yes. room today. Are Manly the real deal? Are Manly the real deal? Or are you going off early, which you are prone to do when talking about rugby league teams, 
and it's only we're only going into round well, four. We've already had a good tip this week, this year. I've, I've backed Alamotti to come out of his shell. Well, that, and you, got that right. you got that right. that right. So this week I'm going to say Manly are the real deal, mate. Okay. I, I just love what they're doing. You know, I love their middle forwards. Paseca, Jakey Turbo just cleans up all the dirty work. You got Kepi off the bench. LOI, did you see the defence from him the other night? He was absolutely putting blokes on their backside. But then, not just that, their edge forwards, Tulangi. I don't understand why the Tigers yes. let him go. He's, he's been he's absolutely sharp. outstanding. Tulangi Olakwatu, they're like, they're both for like for life. They're but exactly the same. What? How did Tulangi end up I, there? I'm not too sure, yeah. but it has been an absolute hit. We talk about buys. He's been one of the buys already. Like He's probably a steal of the year because he was an underrated player. Not many people would have spoke too highly of him compared to, you know, Brennan Smiths and, and the blokes that have made the the mid the move. But he's been outstanding for Manly. Then you chuck in the spine. Look, I know we always talk about Cherry Evans, Jakey Turbo, oh, sorry, Tommy Turbo, but the other two blokes, oh, I love Croker. Yeah, what underrated. He brings, he's underrated. as tough as they come. He's got a really good kicking game and he picks his moments well. And then you throw in Schuster. Yep. He was absolutely outstanding the other night. I know he's only played one game, but then the backup one in Cooper Johns has been yeah. controlling mm-hmm. them around the field and just doing a great job. And I think they're going to complement each other. You know, obviously they'll probably lose Turbo and Cherry at, at origin time, but then you've got someone like um, Johns to come in, um, Cooler, the center might yeah, go back to fullback. He's, he's as sharp as they come. You know, and then we throw in the coaches, you know, Seeps, Flano. I'm glad you brought that up because I was just about to say that, not taking nothing away from Seeds, right? Not, mm. But the defense that they showed oh, and, and they hit, Jimmy. and just like you could tell, it just looked like Flano all over, man. Like the way they were like into their contact and moving together. But, you know, and also, they just looked but connected Wado, and committed. It's like he made it personal. It's like we want, remember? When it was, he would have made it personal. But remember sure. at Sharks, yeah, he's yeah. like, when teams come to Shark Park, 100%. We want yeah. them known that they've come to Shark Park, bumped and bruised, and they go home. You yeah, know, he we might not have it the personal most. For sure. Yeah, we might not have the most. You know, talented side, but we've got blokes who want to work with each other. And that's what they were the other night. They were flattening blokes like you wouldn't believe. And look, they, they give it to the dogs round one. You know, I thought they probably could have given it to Parramatta last week, but they let them back in the game. They had a couple of slight losses of error. They had a bye round two. But the big test for them this week to show if they're contenders or as people say pretenders, they got soused on Saturday night. Yeah. You know, and we're, we're calling that game. Yeah, we right? are. All three of us together. Oh, oh, yes. oh here we oh, go. Yes. The world tour. Yes. So. Yes. You know, it, it's a bit of news that's happened, obviously, yesterday with, with John Sattler. You know, mm. sad news. So, South will be up for this game. Yep. And then it's going to see how Manly react to it. And I reckon if they get this one done, they are dead set contenders. But you look at what Schuster's bringing now. Um, you know, I was talking to Wado about it before, how direct he plays at the line. He just engages defenders. doesn't matter who's at the back. He's the one running that tough line that's that's engaging the defense and making them, you know, in, in all sorts. So, if he's out, they can push Cooler to fullback, and and I think he's been absolutely outstanding for them this year. He's he's grown a leg. He's, he's he had a bit of footy last year as his first season, but to see how he's adapted in his second year, mate, absolutely outstanding. So I don't think they'll have a problem at all. I think with the the one thing with that is like Turbo is such a good player. Like in my opinion, when he's fully fit, he's the he's the best player in the NRL. Yep. I think he if you add him to any team, they become a premiership. Oh, 100%. They, they become a premiership threat just because mm. that's how good he is. I agree. There's much better balance this year um, across the board for Manly. And I think a, a big key for them is if they can get consistent in this early part of the year and get confident, well, then when they do lose him, say, around origin time, or if anything was to happen, um, they're, in, they're in a much better position to play and, and play well without him. Mm. And then when you when you have that ability to bring him back in, obviously he just makes the team better because he's, he's a, such a quality player. And like you said, what it they're being consistent from the start of the year, so they're not chasing their tail. Remember when they did win in 2021, they had to go on that run, so they had to win games 
and they needed him to play every game. He had to back up from or he didn't back up Origin because they did at the end of the year, but they need him there every week. Yeah. Whereas they're getting the wins on the board early. They're obviously two two and zero. Oh, they had to buy, but if they can keep jagging these games early on. It doesn't put so much on the back of on Turbo. Well, there's a good test from this week, right? It's the first Huge. week away from um, Brookie. They had their opening two games at home and and the buy and. You know, South's coming off that performance against the Roosters where it was a, it was a physical game, as always, at rivalry. Um, so South will be up for it as well. So mm. we are calling that game. So we'll get a look at it firsthand and we can uh, maybe pick it up next week as well. Yeah, and that's, of course, Rabbitohs supporters have a real thing about Anthony Seabold and all the best to Anthony at Manly. Let's let be bygones be bygones. How filthy are you? I'm not filthy at all, but I know there'll be a, a sense of – Let's beat Seabold when South play Manly. And, of course, on the back of the is that, news. Is that how you're feeling going into no, this game? No, I, I, I want to just let all that go now because – I don't mind that. That's good. You know, I just want to let that all go now. Yep. We got We had a couple of years with Wayne Bennett. We all got to meet Wayne Bennett. Yep. What an absolute legend of a man he was. And now we've got a, a great coach. So good luck to Anthony at Manly. I hope he's able to turn his career around because, respectfully, it didn't turn out for him at the Broncos, but we all know he's got the ability to coach. The other thing South – on Saturday night, we'll be thinking about the great John Sattler, which we'll get Definitely. to very shortly. But before we do, there was a bit of hair pulling in that uh, Manly Parramatta game. Bloody Mitch uh, Moses. Know. And even the other day, Woodsy, a thing come up on you with your long hair with that funny little um, hair band in. And I thought, <laughs> you would know all about hair pulling. Have you had your hair pulled? Have you have you pulled hair? Yeah, I actually remember one vividly. It was that Brookvale Oval. I had a carry out of our own end, and um, as I was getting up, Darcy Lussick just grabbed my hair and just started yanking at it. And I was, I couldn't move. Like it was, it was actually hurt. But <laughs> at the time, I, I, we got a penalty for it, and I said the ref, so "That's a bit harsh, ref." I got long hair. I expected to get my hair pulled if it was going to be that long. You got to expect it. But then, I remember I was at Cronulla. We were playing against Cowboys on a Saturday night, um, and you sort of use other teams as leverage to get up. And I got tackled, and I've grabbed. The, black, the back of Jake Granville's jersey, but at the same time I've grabbed his hair mm. and thought nothing of it. And then next week, the training, Monday or Tuesday, our what, what, what next his role be? Uh, head, head, of, head of communication. Yeah, Hawk, we we call him Hawk. Head of communication. <laughs> so the Hawks are coming and goes, big fella, come here. And I was like. Is it contrary conduct? Yeah, it's contrary conduct. I was like, what's happened, mate? He goes, you've been charged. I said, what for? And he goes, hair pulling. I was like, what? I said, what's, what, do I get suspended? 750. 750 nah, up front, isn't it? It was 1,400. Oh, wow. well, country conduct. Yeah, right. okay, yeah. The early plea was 1,400, or if you want to fight it and you lose, it's 1,650. So I was like, this is, what the hell? I didn't even know what I did. And he showed me the footage. I go, oh, I can't challenge that. So you're sticking with the story that you didn't mean to do yeah. it. I didn't mean to do it, but I blatantly, it, it was shocking. It didn't look yeah. good. I didn't video. mean to do it, but it was, blat- <laughs> it was a blatant yeah. airful, right? We're not stopping. He's just yeah. trying to get up out of the Well, I actually remember, I thought you were going to say another story because I remember Sione Katoa used to have the real long um, yeah, yeah. rat's tails. Yeah. And I seem to remember him getting tackled by oh, the rat's tails. Yeah, getting yeah. his hair pulled yes. down. So yeah, I don't right know who it was against. He still does have that rat's tail, doesn't he? I think he used to have longer ones. Yeah, he, he does yeah. have one, but he used to have like when he came out of the twenties because he used to have real long hair, mm. and he got he got the sides cut. He had like the rat's tails yeah. coming down. But he rocked a couple of good haircuts over the years, Sione. Mm. But there's a bloke in our team that pulled one last year, and I'm going to give him up because Josh McGuire. No, no, no. <laughs> so <laughs> he did, great so, guess. So he did everything well, you know else. What, you know what? I, his one went over my head. He was one, but <laughs> Jaden Sua. He pulled Luciano Lelua. Oh, I remember that. Pulled yeah, it back yeah, I remember that. And got, he, he was only reaching for the jersey, but he I've never seen someone so angry to get fined. And he's on a, a lot of cash. Mm. Good right. He's a good player. Boy, this is footy talk. Wait, Woodsy and Maroon. We will be all on deck again on 
Saturday, Saturday night. night. Yes. Uh, the, the big, big game. game, the Rabbitohs and Manly. Is that debut together in the commentary? All three of us together? Yeah, I don't know. We did one last year. Did we? I think we did one mm. last year. It was good fun. But I told you, boys, I'm taking you on tour of Wade Owen Woodsy's World Tour. What about our producer? Leet Chicka. Chicka White can come along, take his shirt off. Yeah, love the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Send him out in the... Send <laughs> him out he's actually up. looking all right. With yeah. The yeah. 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 Well, a bit of extra work. We could so what whatever town we go to, Leeton or Wagga or uh Gundagai, we send Chicka White out into the main street. Yeah. With so his shirt off. Everything's four ways. Come yeah. on. Mm. That's the way we do it. Oh hang on, we've got to cut him in. Twenty five yeah, percent. If he gets a shirt off, he's in. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I think more than anything, you want to see him with his shirt so, off. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that these days. Now, boys, before we go, the passing of the great John Sattler, who was obviously a Rabbitohs legend and um he passed away uh, only yesterday, and he was 80. And obviously, being a Rabbitoh supporter, I have had time around John over the past 10, 15 years. And obviously, I knew John wasn't well because whenever I see Scott, I say, how's your old man? And I can tell by his uh, body language and his reaction that that Sat's senior that John isn't well and he isn't going well. But I got a lot of wonderful stories about him, and I thought – this is probably my favourite, and it doesn't even involve him being there. There's a thing in Western Australia called um, Western Australian Rabbitohs. Yep. Anyway, there's a bloke over there called Steve. Steve flies in uh, once or twice a year, or he's getting older now, and he watches the Rabbitohs play. So when he'd come to town, he'd ring one of us, and I always thought somebody should make a fuss that he comes all the way from Perth. So I'd grab a bloke named Steve Maven, who's another Rabbitohs legend, and we go and meet this bloke for a beer. It might be at the Juniors or the Rex or whatever. And we said to this bloke, why do you love South so much? And now you live so far away and you come so far to watch them. And he said, when I was a little boy, I was about 10, my mother died. And he said, that's the only family I had was my mother. And she died and I was only 10. And I had no family left and I didn't know what I was going to do. And he said, I was down at Redfern Oval watching South Train. He started talking to Sats and Sats said to him, you know, what's your story? Why are you here? Where's your family? He goes, uh, my mother died. I've got no family now. Sats gave him this rare, he's still got it, this bloke, Steve, this really rare sort of membership or more of a player's pin, this beautiful rare pin. He gave it to the kid, said to him, you come here every Tuesday and Thursday. We're your family now. Oh, yeah, it's wow. beautiful, isn't it? It is. It's unbelievable. It is. Mm. It is a, it's, a, it's a massive loss for the game. He obviously a true gentleman, and he, he lives in folklore for you know what he did on the field, particularly the grand final when he we played injured with the jaw. Mm. Produced a son, Sats, you know, who, yeah, who, who yeah, followed Scott. who followed in his own footsteps, and you know who became a part of folklore as well with the mm. the famous grand final tackle in in two thousand three. So you know, massive part of rugby league he is what rugby league is. He's, you know, is everything the game represented and. Um, yeah, we're thinking of the Sattler family right yeah. now, and um, yeah, it is a, it's a it's a tragic loss for the game. Absolutely, and uh, you know Scott Junior, who did make that tackle in two thousand and three. Yeah. I've done a couple of sports lunches with Sats Junior, and like every time he tells a story, the tackle comes from further away. I think the last <laughs> time he told it, he was on the interchange bench when he made the chase. But boys, that's it for us. I'll see you Saturday night. Do your voiceover exercises. You do this one, Woodsy. Red leather, yellow leather, and. Um, <laughs> 
You do this one, Wado. A little rouge judiciously used, all right? Oh, wow. I'll, I'll make sure I bring a packet of this for you. Because Mate, I'll be right to go by then. I'll be coming be. off the back fence. Uh. I'll be coming from a South's function in my suit and tie. <laughs> and look out. Double dipping, will we? Mate, what we need you to do, mate, we, you need a couple of days of rest, all right? Yeah. We, need, we need your best on Saturday. Yeah. So I just will. have a couple of days of rest mm. and then, you know, prime yourself for the weekend, brother. Okay, we'll see you then. This has been Footy Talk on Listener.